0: This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one, or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right, it's time for the Weekly
1: Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers by my side. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I'm doing very, very good, and ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand something. Draw in close is Uncle Reaver's lets you in a little something. Here's how serious today's episode is going to become, because mm-hmm. my friend over here, Mike Fredaloni he is digging in. Not only does he have notes, not only does he have several notes, he's got himself probably the best pair of headphones of anybody in this building you my friend look like you mean business I today. do it,
0: it with my set of headphones I can totally hear myself now I can hear the theme music when we start instead of just barely through your headphones right I just brought my own I don't know why I didn't do it um I used to always wear these it's it, it hurts the ears after a here's while. what's funny yeah
1: um I had to do I've had to do you know hey can you come on and can you talk to us for a couple of minutes or whatever mm-hmm. I can no longer speak into a microphone. Without headphones on really because I don't know what it is. If I can't hear myself, I feel naked And no one wants to see that. I know but you know what i'm saying It's just it's just weird where i've never been able to not have
0: headphones on when i'm talking now I'm, just envisioning you naked that's weird. And it looks like an <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna uh, volley the ball to yes. you. Where would you like to begin today?
0: Um, I think we should start with the three dead Chiefs fans.
1: Oh, you did want to start with that story? I mean, I it's, have we'll it here. go we'll go to frat pack. No, later that's fine. On. That's fine. That's fine. I have it here. Um, you sent me this story. Uh, oh, it's no. a weird story, Reavers. Where did it go? I lost it already. I can give you the the short bit of it. No, I got it right okay. here. I got it right here. This took place. Uh, Dateline is Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, this is from the Cleveland newspaper, Cleveland.com. A lawyer for a man whose three friends were found frozen to death behind his home after they had watched... A Chiefs game together says his client did not know the men were there and might need medical attention. KCTV Channel 5 reports lawyer John Paserno released a statement for his client Jordan Willis saying that Willis had had absolutely nothing to do with the deaths of Clayton McKinney, Ricky Johnson and David Harrington, who were found dead on January 9th. Jordan had absolutely nothing to do with their deaths, the lawyer said in a statement. He does not know the timing or the manner of their deaths, nor does he know how or when they exited his house. He had no knowledge that they remained in his backyard or that they needed medical attention. Had he known, he certainly would have called for help. The last time he saw them was when they left his house and he went to bed. The Kansas City Star reports police went to the home after a woman engaged to McGinney went to the residence while searching for her fiance. Oh, that's not good. No. The woman reportedly broke into the home's basement when no one answered and called police after she found a body on the back porch. Willis did not hear the woman knocking at his door because he was sleeping with earbuds and a fan on. Mm-hmm. The lawyer then said in his statement that the that Willis was cooperative with police when they arrived, according to reports. Police tell the star that there were no obvious signs of foul play in the man's death. Fox 4 reports police are still waiting for the results of an autopsy on the three men. Willis has not been charged. Jordan is unaware of how his friends died, he said in a statement. Like the rest of us, Jordan is anxiously awaiting the results of the autopsy and toxicology report. Wow. Now,
0: I've read a couple more stories on this, and they say that the guy who lived in the house that's still alive. Yep. Um they said he moved. Like something there's foul play. It's like, well, wouldn't you, if three of your buddies died in your backyard and you didn't know it, wouldn't you say, you know, I'm not going to stay here anymore? I'm going like, oh, to out of this part. house. Oh, I didn't know that part. He it's, moved. Yeah, he just he's not staying at the house. But they're saying that he's fleeing from responsibility. And I can actually see that, and another story is that he, um, he said, hey, guys, you guys can stay as long as you want. I'm going to bed after the game. So he went upstairs and went to bed. And then his buddies, they had a fifth man, unnamed man there, that they don't know who that man was. Okay. And so he went upstairs to go to bed. Everyone else left. And then a couple days later, unbeknownst to him, he has three buddies in his backyard dead, frozen to death. But he didn't hear them. I mean, I could see people not. It's winter. You're not looking in your backyard to see if your buddies are dead. It
1: is suspicious in nature, and I will add this, that I'm going to assume that alcohol had some role mm-hmm. yep. in this endeavor whether these three guys were drunk or not or whatever but how am i going to phrase this the, one of the reasons i'm always hey let me know when you get home yeah like i i'm a big let me know when you get home kind of a guy whether it's a family member a friend or whatever let me know when you get home sure. like i just I, I don't know why it's my it's my 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 grandfather God rest his soul, mm-hmm. Ludwig Kattavi. He was always a. Well, you better call me when you get home. I've I've just always been that guy. Sure, just let me know when you get home, right? And I'm not accusing this guy of anything, but when it's three buddies leaving your house, wouldn't you?
0: I don't know. Wouldn't you notice no, that they? If one of my buddies said to me let me know when you get home. I'd walk over to him and slap him across the face <laughs> okay. and say, it's none of your GD business all what right, I do when right, I drive. Like, not, not a chance would one of my buddies, would I ask that of my buddies or would my buddies ever ask that of me? But... Um, I mean, I definitely would see times in the past and these guys, when you look at them, they look like regular chief fans. They're just regular looking dudes.
1: But I did not know of the fifth friend.
0: Yes. What role did he play? We don't know. But this guy who was living in the house, who had his friends dead in the backyard, when the police finally came to the door, he like came down to the front door in his underwear, holding an empty glass of wine and said, what, what's up? Right. So, I mean, it was like, he was trying to figure out what's going on. Like, what do you mean? What's going on? There's you know, there's dead people in my backyard. He had no concept. And I can... Ah, I mean, it sounds like maybe they were attempting a drug that maybe they got went outside and did a drug that maybe knocked them out. Oh. You know, I don't know. Because you don't... It would be kind of hard to have three guys all pass out of booze outside. At the same time. At the same time. Sure. Right? That would be kind of difficult. Well, un- unfortunately, we have the tragic
1: story and... and- you know i i have a not a, a connection to one but i had friends that were living up in duluth you know back in the late 90s early 2000s and unfortunately uh, a girl that lived a few houses down from them was attempting to come home from a party mm-hmm. in the you know around this time of the year when it gets bitterly cold and her key wasn't working while well, she was trying to get into the wrong house and unfortunately the house that she was trying to get into, no one was home, sure. meaning that the homeowner wouldn't have said, well, what's going on outside? Well, yeah. no one was there. So she unfortunately lost her life because she passed out and froze to death on the front porch of this home. Mm-hmm. So um, sadly, this kind of stuff does happen in this part of the country. Um,
0: but but, th- but, three, but dudes, three guys yeah, at the same time is really, weird. really strange. Yeah. Something's so. weird about it. And when you see the, the photos of them and some people put up some posts like, hey, I, I was at the uh, game last week with this one guy and he... You sure, know, he was a sure. normal dude, and we had a lot of fun. And he wasn't like a insane person. They all looked like normal guys. They looked like you and me, younger versions of you and me. Okay, right? So it's like, oh boy, you'd you'd hope that they weren't doing some drug or something weird happened. And
1: and as long as we're mentioning no. the Kansas City Chiefs, um, I'm conflicted. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I I my my poor my poor 12 year old. Was yeah. just crushed oh, on, on Sunday Josh at the, played at the like end of the game. Dope. Played us. I mean, mm. the thing is, you know. You, and I told him. he said after he always he was tearing up mm-hmm. after the the field goal was missed. And I just you know all I said was, and he had had a rough day because the Jordan sixth grade basketball team lo- lost all three games in their tournament. Uh, we come home. Yeah. We we race home to get in time. Or get home in time for kickoff. We settle in. We have a little dinner and then we watch a. What was a great football game? Mm. They lose and he's going to, yeah. I go, you all right, buddy? He goes. He just yeah. gives me the head shake. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm okay. And then uh, I give him the, well, buddy, unfortunately, that's the beauty of sports because mm-hmm. sometimes it just doesn't go your way. And I okay. said, I've always told myself, and this is me on the fatherly mm-hmm. side of me. I'm saying, buddy, this is the time where I always say to myself, every time we get that heartbreaking loss, it's going to make when we finally make it that much sweeter. And honest to God, it actually helped him feel better.
0: Really, I couldn't believe it. I said, Oh, my God. I finally said something that actually helped my son. That was incredible parenting because my first instinct would be <laughs> rub some dirt on it. Now get your ass out to the garage and change my oil. Right. Like, who cares? not fold the laundry. It's not a team that you have anything to do with. I was watching that game, and at the very end, they panned to this sad sack of crap out in the audience crying. And his beautiful girlfriend is standing there rubbing his back, oh. and he's pulling down his stocking cap over his eyes because he's crying. The only reason, Reavers, that would be acceptable is if he lost $54,000. I was just
1: going to say, there must be a gambling component right? to this If he at was point. gambling,
0: he said, what have I done? I just lost every single thing I have. I 100% can validate. He shouldn't cry over it. Nope. He shouldn't cry over it. You punch yourself square in the nuts. If you if you have to cry, you you challenge someone to kick you so at least you have a reason to cry. But
1: that is the fan base. And Patrick Hammer told oh. us this on the show one week ago. Th- this that's what they got, sure. It, it, when you're a resident of Western New York, you know, or in one of the surrounding suburbs mm. of Buffalo, New York, that's that's what you that's, got. That's what you got. You get eight of those in the regular season. Well, nine sometimes in some years now because I hate the new NFL schedule so mm-hmm. much. But you get that's what you got. They know they got nothing, nothing. until August, yep. right? They yep. got. I mean, yeah, they got Sabres hockey. It, it, it pales in comparison sure. to what the Bills represent. Like. Someone You're not sure.
0: justifying the cry. You're not justifying, Okay, good.
1: But I'm not justifying it. I'm saying that's what it represents. That's all this guy's got. Yeah. Even though he's got this smoke show of a girlfriend sitting next to him. And rubbing
0: his back, he's saying, saying, it will be okay, honey. He's saying,
1: what am I going to do until August? Sit here and get a back rub from her? Well, I would say, yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah, buck Kay. up. But they did show, I forget where I saw this. I'm going to assume it was on social media. But they showed the actual state of New York, right? Mm-hmm. And where uh, like, fans were to, we're checking in on what their favorite team is. Okay, like This team owns that state, right? It's it's okay. a pretty big state in terms sure. of population. Yeah, this little thing in the corner happens to be New York City. Yeah, yeah okay, the Jets and the Giants are, are sure. that part. But the rest of the state is owned by the Bills. Really? Yeah, and th- that region, th- that's why, I was telling this to, to him the other day, that's why when they have a road playoff game, there's a t- half the state, when I went to Jacksonville, to go watch their playoff Mm -hmm. game back in, I think it was January of 2018. That stadium in Jacksonville was 65% Bills fans. Sure. That's not a joke. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so... um, Before we move on. Yeah. Tell me, speaking of the crying Bills fan. Yeah. Please tell me you saw the video of the poor, drunk, overweight Bills fan at the bar. Uh, No, I I did not. All right. This is why guys just tackle life differently Mm -hmm. okay so this poor sob it's post game it's probably 10 o'clock at night you know because it was 5 30 kickoff game went to about nine ish somewhere in there maybe a little after nine o'clock and you know on on the east coast it's 10 right so it's it's late late. it's late and so they roll up to these guys roll up to whatever pick pick your bar outside of orchard park right (laughs) This poor guy, he probably he's going three bills minimum, right? And he's sitting at the bar, his head down. You can see the shot glass. Okay. And the whatever, you know, molson light sure. or whatever he's drinking in the in the glass, and his head's down and he's kind of just doing this and he's swaying back and forth. And behind him, all you hear is is Taylor Swift "Bad Blood"? Oh yes, blasting! I think it was. Bad no, I blood. thought it would. No, it was "Shake It Off." Shake It Off. That's yeah. what it was. Yep. And it's it, the caption was basically, "This poor bastard is listening to Taylor Swift on repeat <laughs> at, at whatever you know, anchor bar or whatever, wherever they happen to be taking place." And I thought, okay, that's why, <laughs> that's why you need yourself a good set of friends. They're going to torment you to that degree because yeah, that's you, what you life have is all to do about. That. Yeah.
0: I um, when I think of sports and I think of crying. I think if you're a if you're a, a watcher of sports, yes, there's a couple of times in my life where I think I can cry watching sports. Remember when Carrie Strug, the gymnast, to perform sure. the yep. vault and and she had that broken foot, yep. and then she gets a ten, a perfect score. Or she had a nine point seven two or whatever it yep. was, yep. and she did it with a broken ankle. You can shed a tear for that. That's girl. that's heroic. You can shed yeah. a tear, but when Tom Brady uh, throws across, or <laughs> let's say this when Brett Jordan Favre Love. Jordan throws, Love throws across, across his, his body, body. Yeah, yeah, that was so reminiscent, wasn't it? Yeah. Or or your team goes wide right or wide left, you just buck up. No no one uh, played with a broken foot. I just something in this world has to change. Reverse. We have to get men to become men again. Well,
1: I got news for you. Yes. if I don't know if you saw, because Johnny Hyde had it in his newscast, but it's worth repeating now. Do you have any idea what the numbers were for both that game... And the Detroit Tampa Bay game before it?
0: I don't, but I did hear Kenny Olsen talk on your show on the Garage Logic show where he says he hasn't watched football in years. But he knows the and, outcome. No, but he watched, he said, oh, four or oh. five of the games over the yeah, weekend, right? Because right? right, right. he said it was engaging, it was great, it was Vince McMahon, uh, WWE kind of stuff, it was a lot of fun. Were the numbers just unbelievable?
1: The uh, Detroit Tampa Bay game, now that was the game earlier in the day, no. had the largest. Uh, what was that? Divisional round weekend viewership in the history of the NFL Wow, 40.2 million viewers. Wow. And that lasted for three hours because the Bills Chiefs game trumped that with 41 whatever it was. Think of that. But this is why advertisers are now saying basically the only thing people are watching live anymore is sports and chief among that. The only thing people are watching live anymore is football. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the NBA might get a a 5 million year sure. in a, a whatever. Baseball, my favorite sport is going down the 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 drain yeah, because yeah. the, the the latest World Series numbers were the lowest in I think since basically we started running the World Series live, which is which saddens me to no end. Um but I forget where I was going with that. But, but basically it's a football world, and we're all just living in yes, it right now. The
0: top twenty viewed programs of last year or this year, it was. The, I think the Oscars were in there at number six. Everything else was Monday Night Football, football or a football right, game, right. and that and was it.
1: Playoffs, and now yep. I can't even imagine what the Super Bowl number is going to be with it being in Vegas.
0: And because someone was saying about the matchup, I don't even think it matters anymore. Okay, Reavers, if the Chiefs go to Vegas, oh dear God! And uh, remind me who the halftime show is? Usher, 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 Usher. If if she doesn't do it, she's missing out on the biggest thing in the world. But you obviously missed. Because she's gonna she's gonna be in Japan. If she doesn't fly her little butt back to the United States and sing one song with Usher during well, the middle of the show, that would I that would be beat. the biggest television thing in the world. I got you. Beat. Look at what you're thinking
1: in terms of 2010? This is 2024. There will be. Hologram Taylor Swift. Oh, you think so? There will be pre-recorded Usher with Taylor Swift oh. with her Chiefs uniform on if the Chiefs happen to win, which I don't I think I think Baltimore is going to absolutely steamroll the Kansas City Chiefs. I do. But that doesn't matter. Yeah. Nobody cares about my prediction. But I can, I can see a scenario playing out where Usher's gonna introduce Taylor Swift and she appears either. Via the 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 big screen or via the the, the you know the hologram or what what are we calling that? Where uh, you know the Michael Jackson yeah. thing we did in Vegas, yeah, whatever it's that's hologram, called, right? hologram. Okay, yeah.
0: I think maybe she could do like a simulcast from Japan to bring all the world together to get the Japanese market to love American football. So
1: are you saying it doesn't matter who we vote for next November? Taylor Swift is going to save us.
0: I think so. I wow. mean, she's got to be one of the most popular people in the world. Well,
1: no question, right? There's no question. I mean, Donald that, Trump. That her. was the one thing that I thought was pretty cool, and I again. I am not an Eagles fan, and I am not a Chiefs fan, and I am certainly done with this whole soap opera sideshow. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm the I'm the guy that she's ripping where I'm not here to appease the Brads and Chads. Yep. I'm here to support Travis, which she huh. obviously does like him, which is fine. Oh, that's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. I just don't cool need to guy. be
0: saturated
1: by it daily. That's what do
0: you think of his brother just shirtless? That's where I was going. Okay.
1: That part was pretty cool, because I'll tell you why. That told me that he was going to the game, which they always go to each other's games. That's been commonplace for anybody that follows the league because they they do genuinely care about each other right? because mm-hmm. they're brothers. Yeah. And it told me he went there so that she could enjoy the game and he was going to say, hold my beer, oh, I got the beer. spotlight, and I'm going to take it from – you know what I mean? Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shield you from the spotlight because you saw a couple of still shots of Jason Kelsey's wife Looking at him with that with that Put grin, going, shirt this is, "No, no!" Yeah. With the grin, going, "This is what he does. This oh, is why really? I love him." Oh yeah, right. because there was a great caption where it said, "Oh sure, Jason Kelsey does this, and America falls in love with mm-hmm. him. I do this at Tommy and Cindy's wedding, and it's time to go home. You're with a drinker. You have a drinking problem, or something like that." I it thought was that was
0: good, but I think, in fairness, if he's going to take off his shirt, she should have taken off her shirt. Boom, Taylor. I mean, it's only fair. Right, they're both in love with uh, Travis. I do love that the the suites.
1: I've been in a suite at uh, Highmark Stadium. It's called yeah. now. They're not
0: the the Metrodome suites were palatial. Remember compared to the the Metrodome suites. suites? How you would walk by, it would be like a machine gray door just right in the concourse. Yeah, and you'd say, oh, "What is that?" And you had no idea that on the other side was the glory land of suites. Right until you had to walk out to go to the bathroom uh, with the masses, but, and I was like, to oh. the
1: point where. You can just step over the, the the track from the window to to be in the crowd. Yep, yep. That, it it, was, it was crazy. God, God loved that stadium. I've been to it a number of times. It's a great place to watch a football game, but it's a dump.
0: It's an outdated dump. I think I go back and I tell this story about the one time that I was racist. And can, okay. can I can I tell you this? Sure. And it wasn't intentional. So I am in a suite at. I think um, TCF Bank Stadium, Huntington Bank Stadium, when the Vikings were playing preseason games there because the U.S. Bank Stadium oh, wasn't sure. built. Yep, yep. And somebody looks over and they, they point out and they say, who is that guy in the suite next to us? And I'm like, oh, whatever. That's Denzel Washington. And then I, I turn around and I apologize to the group. And I said, man, I am super sorry. I do not believe that all African-American guys are Denzel Washington. That was just off the cuff thing. I'm, I'm kind of sorry. I felt kind of dumb. Sure, right? sure. And then I look and I was like, son of a bitch. It was Denzel Washington. You're kidding me. No, because his son played for like the Rams. You know, this was a preseason game. So he played. I can't can't remember (laughs) what team. And I was like, so I totally vindicated my racism. I was like, I wasn't being racist at all. It just happened to be Denzel Washington next to me. That's insane. Yeah. And then it became like now instead of us watching this preseason game, we just all were trying to take pictures through the glass at tcf bank hunting bank Stadium, tcf bank stadium at the time
1: well that well not to one up i'm not trying to one up you anyway Any but, it, but it's but it's weird how you all of a sudden say oh yeah they they like sports and want to come to this yeah. stuff too he wants to see his kid play and- that jacksonville game that i think i've told you this story because that that stadium is kind of unique where in there's because i was in the suite at that game with my friend ryan and it had swimming pools Yeah, yeah. In the suites where, and it was not a warm day. It was, you know, 50 degrees, but his, my, my friend Ryan's buddies were saying, we're going to jump in this pool every time the Bills score. Mm. Well, they got one field goal. They lost 10 to three, right? (laughs) But they jumped in and it was fine. But in the suite next to us was OJ Simpson. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm at a game Hmm. with OJ, because he, you know. Former Bills player huh. just wants to take in the ball game First Bills playoff appearance in 20 years or whatever it was. Were you
0: more impressed that it was his athletic prowess or that you were next to a double murderer? Well, what, what?
1: The, I kept, I would kind of glance and he had, there were like security, right? Sure. There, were, there were some guys that if you stared too long, they're going to say, no, like if you help try to take out your phone, mm. you were going to get tackled to the ground. Like, And we were all warned. No photos. If we see you taking a photo. Um, we're going to, and we were told, well, we were told that ahead of time and we all complied. No big deal. It's it's Uh. all good. But I remember I'm, I'm sitting there with my, you know, Coors Light in hand, Mm -hmm. you know, this is like five, six years ago. I'm going, Holy F I'm. Eighteen feet away yeah. from O.J. Simpson yeah. at a football yeah. game. Yeah, it's to the point where are you going to watch the game? No,
0: no. I want to see what's going to happen I'm gonna here. See if he cuts someone's head
1: off. And then, like you know, he'd pick up the knife and cut off. Something. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, no, <laughs> Put down the butter knife, O.J. Totally kidding. Yeah.
0: Well, um, um, I'm going to okay. call Winter Dead, FYI. Oh,
1: you? I'm have. calling Winter. That's big out of you because you are the kind of guy. That says, I cannot wait for that 15 inches of snow, uh, bring bring it all on, I want to sell some ice melt, I got to move
0: some shovels. This is big. So today, I announced at Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores that our remaining Christmas went to 90% off. I'm done with Christmas, right? So okay. we, we always sell out, and we usually keep Christmas up for a while because you, we have nothing else to do, right? I so wish you hadn't just said that last part. Why? Do you need some stuff? No.
1: You know, oh, Michael. So now I'm going to get home. And she's gonna say to me, "I heard, I heard Mike say that Christmas yeah. stuff. We gotta go. No, 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 oh, no honey. He, he was joking. No, yeah. we, we don't no, need more. I wasn't, dear. I, I have,
0: oh, I have such little storage space yeah. left in my yeah. house. In a big it's, house, you'll figure it out. It's gonna be filled with with Christmas stuff, courtesy of you. Yeah. So we put our remaining lights that you know we're not gonna carry over, all that stuff, ninety percent off. Oh. And then I said, go ahead and put up the grass seed. Go ahead and put up because really, I, I'm just done. I'm done. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to sit here and January pray. 23rd. What They said, I was listening to they, a meteorologist in this market, <laughs> that up to like uh, February 5th, 7th, 10th, they see this warm trend and then they don't know past then. So we could make it all the way through February without a bunch of, you know, with 38 degree days. It's over. It's over. Wow. We're, we're switching. I would rather have people getting ready for spring now. Than trying to fight and have them pick up. You want to be guys. ahead of the curve. I want to be way ahead of the curve. So we called it today, and I think. Um, so my yard particularly is free of snow. It's I look just I like don't I have him. much either. I have I have almost there's a there's a whole acre of my yard that's completely devoid of snow, and I am just thinking. I, I even said to my wife, I, I'm going to call the sprinkler guys back out. Like, I'm gonna turn these things back on. Like I'm I'm all the way switching. I, so much so that um from my bathroom I have this door that I can go out inside. So this morning I thought it's getting nicer, and every morning in the summer I go out that door and walk around. Right. Oh. I get some fresh air. With when the robe on nope, and the cup of nope, coffee. Nope. Damn it. Just in the underpants and I just walk around because nice. that's cause who's gonna see me and no one cares if they did. Right. I'll have shorts on, right? So I go out there. But this morning I go out there because I just wanna feel the warmth. And it was like 28 degrees. It was still pretty cold. So I only made it about 70 feet before I turned around and said, wow, it's still cold out here. So I kind of ran back in. But I've worked my little monkey brain into it's it's now summer. All right. And we're going to extend this out, and I'm going to start doing summer things. We're going to start advertising summer things because I'm done with this BS winter. You know, last year at this time, we had the best January and February Best January we I, ever I, had in I the recall. history of Fratalone's I recall. This is one of the crappiest Januaries <laughs> we've ever had, because we're just not getting any snow. Okay. Right? So and and that's frustrating when you have all this cool stuff. You have all these snowblowers that look perfect, and people love snow but you know what people don't buy when it's not snowing? Snowblowers. Right. Right? So I'm calling winter. I'm just gonna say Okay, it. Okay, okay. Well, good. and you are
1: you are what would you call you? The Grand Poobah. I mean, th- that's your call. Can I give
0: myself a nickname? Why not? Can can I be the hardware store guy? Can I be Mike Fratelloni, the hardware store guy? Well, my,
1: I mean, I hate to break this to you, Mike. You have been the hardware
0: I, store I guy. I know, but can we, like, when we do the show, can we say, and with your co host, Mike well, Fratelloni, Mike, the hardware store guy? You
1: are the most dedicated GarageLogic listener that I have ever met in my life. Yeah. We routinely call you, well, let's call Mike. Yeah. He's our hardware store the guy. The hardware
0: store guy. But I just want that. That moniker.
1: We got to, you know what? Uh, listen to me uh, here and now, if all of you fellow GLers and all of you fellow um, Weekly Scramble listeners, we need a creative nickname. Yeah. Email us, or email me, or or message sure. us. Courtesy of the Frat Pack Five Thousand, yes. which we're going to get to yeah. momentarily. I want because the best nicknames are not you don't give them to yourself. I know, but they, but but someone. This is this is the
0: beauty of why we. Well, do someone it. we do. Someone called me the hardware guy, so okay, I did, but yeah. okay, but someone will come up with something cool and unique. So what I don't see, I used to call my dad the king of hardware. Like, oh, it's king of hardware. What I don't want to be, I don't want anybody calling me the princess of hardware. (laughs) It's just not, and I I don't want to be the the prince of hardware either. The hardware store guy really resonates with me. But yeah, so I went out Uh, To Mancini's, I don't know if you saw my Frat Pack post. I did. Okay, so I went to Mancini's because one of the guys... Well, like you need an excuse. I know. I love Mancini's. (laughs) Uh, But Peter Boxman, B-U-X-M-A-N, right? He's one of the Frat Pack 5000. Super nice guy. He sends me a message and says, hey, my band is playing Mancini's Friday night. You want to come up? And he's uh, the Riverside Hitman or something, right? Oh, cool. And so his band does something super, super cool. And then I'll tell you when I met him how cool this guy is. So his band... goes and plays all these places. But then they do something really cool. They do live band karaoke. So if you wanted to sing wait, a wait, song. Wait, stop. Wouldn't that be unbelievably so cool? So back in my, uh, when I used to work at
1: the music station, mm-hmm. Cities 97, um, we used to do a Thursday night. Um, Was that at the Fine Line? I think it was at the Fine Line. And a, the band was, I believe it was... Two Tickets to Paradise, don't quote me. It wasn't the Riverside hitman? It wasn't those, okay. but but th- I'm talking like 2002, okay. 2003, 2004, it was that run. I am not kidding you. It was so freaking popular where you know the band would be playing, and it was a rotation of me and a couple of the guys, one that still works there and one that no longer does work mm-hmm. at that station. We had to turn people away from, like, they would charge 20 bucks to get in. Okay. And, you know, you've been to the fine line, sure, right? It's yeah, a, it's a yeah. great spot. Absolutely. But it's it's limited with its uh, capacity. It's tight, yeah. But it was such a fun, cool experience. And, of course, I was 23 and broke, so yeah. they let me drink for free. Uh, so it was perfect, awesome. Yeah. Um yeah. But it was so much fun, and I'm glad somebody else is doing that because it was so cool. I mean, I I was actually trying to think Can for this Can you imagine, band? though, like, okay— Oh, I think I can say and and you've got an entire band, band behind, that, you. behind you. Yeah.
0: I mean, a live band playing it was so I think people would pay like if I was a karaoke guy and I wanted to sing Two Tickets to Paradise or whatever and they said they know like 500 songs. Yeah. So you, there's not a song they can't really play. I mean, would I pay 10 bucks? One hundred percent one hundred percent or say, Oh, I want to go next. Here's twenty bucks, and you know, get up there and, and pay the band twenty bucks and, and have them do one song. I get my three minutes of incredible fame. Well, and
1: here was the best, the the because you, you charged cover yep. and then you had the list, but you didn't I mean you didn't necessarily get, you know, seventeen minutes of, you know, uh stairway to heaven. Sure, you sure. got about two or three and then because they got 150 people, people to get waiting. through, okay. right? So that was the beauty of it. And if you were bad, you know, the band would start to slow down. Oh, really? It, it was awesome. Okay. It was so much fun and such a great event. And I that was one of my most favorite memories of working at that station. It I've was never so seen much any fun. band
0: do that. And I think that would be really, really, really cool. So anyway, I'm sorry. I completely Peter, hijacked Peter, your uh, bed. I'm sorry. Peter Bucksman, he's on number 1056, by the way. And then all of a sudden, uh, Brent. Yells to me, hey, Fratelloni, I'm a frat packer, so he saw my post, Absden, A-M-S-D-E-N, I'm horrible with last name, Amsden. Sure. So he's number 1,001. Neither guy let me buy him a drink. Why? Because uh, they just weren't drinking that much, okay, and, and, okay. and Brad was like, ah, "I enough. had one, it's all right." And, Fair enough. And uh, Peter was playing, so he didn't want to, you know, get it's the up. thought that it counts. was. Uh, it was the thought that counts. And then they both offered to buy me a drink, and I said, "Absolutely not! I, it's it's either me or nothing." <laughs> and uh, there was a that's couple the o- difference between you and me, reverse, Four guys came up to me. Oh, from that's that post. cool. So I mean, I know that the frat pack hangs out at Manzini's. and but a couple guys came. Let me restate this really quickly again. I'm trying to get five thousand friends on Facebook. Right. I want to be able to go to Mancini's. I want to be able to go to uh, Harmony Spirits. I want to be able to go to a restaurant that we support. I want to be able to go someplace. 30 Bales. 30 Bales. Butcher's Deli. Wherever. Yeah. yeah. Who's here. Right. And because that's all I did is like, hey, is anybody here? And four guys were there. And I had a great time. We're already pre-qualified as friends because we're already fans of GL and the Weekly Scramble. That's so cool, yeah. And I say we because I'm a fan of GL and I'm a fan of the Weekly Scramble. You're in the club, of course. And so both of these guys were total gentlemen. And then I introduced them together. And and my goal is like, now all of us can be friends. All 5,000 of us can be friends. That's so cool. And, And so we're at like number 1,400 or whatever. Follow me on Facebook. Just, just ask for a friend request, right? Yep. Don't follow me. Ask for a friend request. Michael Fratelloni, I want to get this thing up to 5,000. I want to get shirts for everybody. I want to, I, I really am Am so excited because my wife was like, what is going on? I said, honey, I posted something about the frat pack. You, in fact, I think you were in the picture. She might not have been. That's maybe why they showed up because my wife's pretty. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Actually, she wasn't. It was me and Peter that I think that I posted. I that is a post so me and Peter. freaking and, cool. And it was, it was so cool. She's like, this is great. This is weird. I said, ah, it's not weird. These guys are guys I'd t- want to talk to at this right, bar. Right, yeah. right, right. So I, I think the frat pack is really, really getting cool. I really do. So it, it, it's a, it's an absolute instant ad. Just befriend me, and then we'll become friends. And then when we're out, we're going to do stuff. Well, and I think too, and not, not to get you know sentimental about any of this, but. I
1: think a lot of that, what, the very thing that you're talking about right now, you know, when when, when the pandemic hit, right, everything shut down mm-hmm. and f- ob- for obvious reasons. And I don't want to get into the political ramifications of that, but everything shut down. But then you started to see certain things come back to life yeah. after whatever, a year, 18 months, two years, what have you. And things like this are the very thing and the very fabric of our society and our social network and our yep. social activity mm-hmm. that we missed. Yes. And I think so many people, myself included, just kind of went into hibernation mode, right? And and I think that social
0: fabric, I keep using that word, but I think that is so necessary. Don't you? Uh, uh, Rivers, you couldn't say it any better than that. Well, I, I, I think you nailed it. I, I think a lot of people just atrophied. And they might have lost touch with buddies that they hung out with or like some, a lot of people just have casual acquaintances, right? They see a guy at the shooting range or they see a guy at the pickleball court, but they don't really hang out with them, right? Mm-hmm. You just know Jim a little bit. Well, I'm wanting to get these guys together and say, hey. Come on, let's have a beer. Let's sit and talk. I'm going to sit there all night with you guys because I need that. I need to have the fulfillment in my life well,
1: and, of other people. And right? that's just it because
0: I think um, – and we're all busy. We, yeah. You know, you got
1: kids, and mm-hmm. it's basketball this weekend, uh, volleyball, gymnastics, whatever whatever it is. We're all super busy with our kids, and especially those that, that choose to be heavily involved. You know, mm-hmm. there's just never – in fact, that's you know the 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 dum dum run that me and William took a couple yeah. of weekends ago. It was holy crap. We don't have anything this weekend. It was that rare yeah. occurrence where we let's had... let's drive all the way. To well, but, but you know what I'm saying? It was just like, Oh, well, we don't. It's so mm. odd that we didn't have something yeah. that we had no to go sports, to. No, no, yes. Nothing. And yeah. I, and and so I I get it. Like people are super super busy um, with their jobs and with their uh, families and and you know everything else that goes on. So I but I think. This is you know, just that little taste of, oh yeah, this is the, this is why we work so hard. This is mm. why we do all that stuff. It's so yeah. we can enjoy little things in life just like this. So that's that's really cool. I'm so glad that that happened man well, that's I, awesome. I, I'm
0: I was super grateful. I'm super grateful to these guys. I feel like I have two new buddies right? Well, and you do. And, and, I, and I 100% do. I did go to the boat show. Is is the boat show ours? Do we own the boat show, Hover? We do not. I know in years past they might have advertised. I did you guys go to the boat show? We did
1: a couple okay. of times. That's why I think it was more of a, it's not like the golf show. Sure. Or the golf show, that is That's our ours. baby. Okay. But the boat show, we just had more of a um, just a relationship with them.
0: Okay, so I went to the boat show over the weekend, right? Because that was just his most recent. It was. Okay. So, and last weekend I went to the boat show. I turned to my wife when I went in and I said, number one, I'm not buying a boat. Number two, I'm not going 50-50 on a boat. Number three, I'm not buying a jet ski. Like I named off all the things I'm not doing. Like I was trying to affirm to her that I just wasn't going to pull the trigger on a boat. Right, right. Then I went in and I saw a speedboat. Uh-oh. And then I saw this pontoon reverse. It had two 400 horsepower engines off of it. And I looked at my wife and I said, that's it. I'm buying this one, right? So I go up to it and I look at it and it's $329,000. And I said, wait, wait. But pontoons are three hundred and twenty nine thousand. I swear on my life Reavers, I thought it was going to be fifty five grand or some some outrageous boat price even fifty five I would have said huh uh, there wasn't a boat there for fifty five grand barely every speedboat every pontoon, if it had any kind of engine on it at all, was seventy grand or more. I think I have no idea what boats cost and but this one. I mean, it was beautiful, but $329,000. Yeah, it was. and, And so I was talking to one of the guys there, salesman. He says, more boats will be sold at this convention center this weekend than anywhere else in the world this weekend. Because they sell so many boats, we wow. at, well, yeah, obviously we as it Minnesota works. Sell, I mean, it's crazy, packed, right? That, yeah.
1: the whole the whole arena is packed.
0: Oh, it was a really great show. The people who run the boat show do a great job. I don't know why they wouldn't have Garage Logic out there. Because I mean, it seems like I a no brainer.
1: think there was talk of something, and they might be too busy. I'm not going to throw someone under the bus, but no. someone that may or may not host the program may or may not have shot that down. He might not have been able to do it, even well, though he is—he is
0: the boat guy. Sure, but right. in all fairness to the people that ran the boat show, it—it it didn't, didn't need, need anything yeah, else. They didn't need right? Us. It didn't need anything else. Well,
1: my favorite is a couple of years ago. I'm, <laughs> what I'm about to say, I think people will be able to figure it out. But I know a guy in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been a lifelong friend, and I remember. Doing an appearance on behalf of when it was at the time fifteen hundred ESPN, mm-hmm. and I was my job was basically to walk around and and just chat it up and give away stuff. Right? Sure. That was that was kind of my might have been twins tickets or whatever I was giving away, mm-hmm. and I remember hearing ravers, and I looked I went uh oh, he said come here come here come here. So it's my my buddy who yeah. who um, is in the business. Okay, let's put it that way, and I walked over. And this would have been Friday night of the same weekend you're talking Got about. It. And inside the the area, as we call it, that mm-hmm. they were set up, you know, he had about five or six different boats that he had on display, was the, basically they they didn't plan on leaving. Oh, really? So they had the the fridge, the fully stocked fridge, okay. the, whole, the
0: whole nine night. They year. were just spending the whole weekend there. Yeah. Oh, no.
1: And I said, how are you getting, you know, me being yeah. blind and stupid, I said, well, how are you getting out of here? And he looked at me and said... You're making the assumption that we are, as in, like, how are you getting out of here tonight? Sure, sure. He said, "We're not going anywhere. They're just going to go sleep in one of the boats." I said, "You can't sleep at the convention center." He said, "Ah, we'll figure it out." And I said, "Well, I have to get home." You know, like, but but, but it's one of those events where you could tell, like, the guys that are into it, like, this is their thing. Like, this is this is what they wait all year for, right? It was
0: really cool. It was a great place. The The boats were incredible. They had a lot of stuff there, right? I mean, just some yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous boats. Some new stuff, some old classic stuff. But it, really, it was just, if you were a boater, too bad you missed it. I, it's a little too late now to go see sure. it. But I, I get why people go there. I'm going to be there this coming weekend for the girls' volleyball, all three of my girls have a tournament there. At the so, convention center? Yeah, it's for three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, so I, I get to be that. there. I don't know how much I'll be there uh, Friday, but Saturday and Sunday, I think I'll probably spend most of the day there. So if any frat packers are there, let me know, because there is a bar there that has incredible flat pizzas, that, that brick oven pizzas. There, There's a bar at the convention center? Yeah, it's upstairs. It's in the kind of the rotunda area, and you have to go upstairs. the The worst part about it is there'll be 800 parents there watching their girls play volleyball and two bartenders. So when you go up Note, say, hey, I need four bu- uh, Bud Lights or four bu- uh, Coors Lights. Order them in fours because you don't want to just sit there because the chances of you getting back to get another one are very are slim. Very slim. Okay. But the pizzas only take like two minutes because they're, you know, the kind you just whip into one of those ovens at 2,000 degrees and they bake up and they kind of fluff up a little bit. Okay, Actually, they're really good. It's really strange. But it's a cluster because there's so many people standing wow. at the bar. Interesting. It's, yeah, so if there's frat packers out there, I'll, I'll buy you a beer there. It can be my reason when I, say, four at a time. Yeah, when I say uh, <laughs> I need eight beers, they'll be like, uh, sir, I don't know if we can do that. I'm like, yeah, look at those eight buddies. I See, got them th- all there. Those are
1: all for me. I'm yeah. just the only one in
0: line. Exactly. That's what you're going to do. Exactly.
1: Michael, thank you so much. Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor and rate and review the show for the Weekly Scramble. That really helps us uh, with all sorts of things, and we would greatly appreciate it. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We will do this again one week from today. Until then, cheers.